Hello, and welcome to the Move Forward Boldly podcast. I'm Dr. Carolyn Harmon with Stridey Life Coaching, where we focus on the health, wealth, and happiness of those who are thinking about retiring or already retired. Because what we believe is that you never have to get old, but you can be blessed with a lot of years. You can find us on the web, on Facebook, at moveforwardboldly.com. And you can also look for us on YouTube, movingforwardboldly.com. All right, let's get on with today's podcast. I'm speaking with Shay Port of Financial Wellness with Shay Port. Shay Port is a CPA and a financial coach who specializes in helping people get out of debt permanently and stop living paycheck to paycheck. You can schedule an appointment with, with Shay through her website, shayportfinancialwellness.com, or by email, shayport at gmail.com, or simply calling 412-407-5311. And just so that you know, Shay is actually spelled S-H-A-Y and port, P-O-R-T. So that's shayport at gmail.com or shayportfinancialwellness.com. Hey, hello, Shay. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, Carolyn. How are you doing? I am awesome. It's a little bit dreary outside today here, but uh, we're here in New Jersey. We reached 70 degrees for the first time this season. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Indeed. Shay, um, one of the things I was really interested in asking you about today. I know that you, you you do help people get out of debt, but working with people who are looking into retirement, do you feel that that is their biggest thing, the debts that they have, or actually planning their finances through retirement? Which which do you think is like the biggest problem that that, that particular group has? So I think that for people nearing retirement, um, really, it could be a whole bunch of situations because everybody is kind of in a different place, depending on mm. uh, how much they've planned before, you know, right. obviously before they were, were going to retire. But the people I meet with generally fall into, I would say, two categories. One category is people who really haven't saved much at all um, or have had to use their the retirement money they have saved and really need to start kind of completely fresh, even in their 50s or even early 60s, with how do I really create a retirement now when I really don't have much? And then the other category are people who do have money and, you know, have saved, but may also have a great deal of debt um, and kind of need to get that organized or straightened out so that they can actually access the money that they've saved. And then of course, there are people who have done everything right, if you want to put it that way, and have saved and have money for retirement and really just need a little bit of guidance for, you know, where best to, to put that and take it um, at the right time. Oh, okay. So in, in that first category of people who just like all of a sudden they're, they're 50, 55, 60 years old and, and they don't have anything saved, what, if, what kind of uh, advice can you give them? Um, well, the, the, the advice that I give to everybody is learn how to budget because okay. that is the reason 
That is the <laughs> underlying reason. I know it sounds obvious, right? Um, yeah. but that's the underlying reason why people don't have money because they don't know how to budget. And that means they're not saving. And if they're not saving, they're also not investing. And then they may have debt as well, because if they have no savings, that leads to debt right there. So the first thing I would say is learn how to budget, whether it's, you know, give me a call, whether you call somebody else in your area, um, whatever it is, um, make sure you really have a system uh, for budgeting. That's the key. It isn't just numbers on a piece of paper. It's, it's not let me see what my income is. Let me see what my expenses are. It's what is the system, the budgeting system that I'm using that allows me to really follow this thing? Because I think that's where the breakdown happens. It's one thing to create it. Another thing to really learn how to follow it. So learn how to follow a budget and then create a savings plan where you don't have to use the money. So you would think that it is more... Um important like if you have a system let's say your system is to to whatever you make you put like 20 30 percent in the bank and and that's your savings and then you live off of everything else now that's a system right but uh, that, not, that might not be a system that people can be true to because if even if they save that 30 percent they still can go back and spend it unless they put it somewhere where they can't get to it well, you bring up a good point, Carolyn. <laughs> and the point you bring up is mindset. Ah. Is what is it that really makes the difference between people who can put it in and not use it and people who put it in and use it? And that's mindset. And that's another piece of the entire puzzle, which is how do you change your mindset to where you absolutely categorically do not use the money you put into savings no matter what? And that takes kind of uncovering uh, impulsive or compulsive spending habits, how your parents might have spent their money and, and how you might follow in their footsteps, really on autopilot, not consciously. And so therefore, it's difficult to stop those habits because you're not even aware that you're you know, following those kinds of message, messages that you got when you were a child. So it really does take some coaching um, that I've, I've discovered. So for people who really don't have money at this stage in life, I think they really do need extra help, meaning a real mindset shift and all the tools that, you know, in order, in terms of tracking, spending, budgeting, getting out of debt, saving all those tools in order to really be able to change that around, turn that around. Okay. So that sounds really good. Do you, do, do you, is there like any one big reason why people is, is people don't um, don't save? I mean, it's it's the mindset. You can say it's it's what they learn, but they still should be. I mean, they're alive. They're thinking. They can they can see. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like um, at some point, <laughs> but okay. but they really it. it I guess it, it takes it always takes like a little disaster for something to happen for people to even pay attention, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I think it's sometimes it's many disasters. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sometimes one or two doesn't really do it. But I think what happens is people start to get into their 50s and they start to look ahead and they realize that they have no method in place for doing that saving. 
But more than that, they try. They actually try to save and they try to stop living paycheck to paycheck, but they really don't know how to do it. Uh-huh. Um, there's, there's a process and there's a procedure, let's call it, just like there is for anything, you know, for right. math or for, for science, for, for writing a story. I mean, people underestimate, I guess, the, the value of the education of what really is involved in doing those things. Everyone thinks it's like doing your taxes. Oh, I can do that myself. Well, not necessarily. Yeah, they do make taxes kind of tricky, I think, on purpose. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if they do it on purpose, but it certainly is tricky. And I think a lot of people lose a lot of money because they don't know how to do their taxes and they, they, they try to obviously to avoid paying for it. But some things are worth paying for because it saves you money in the long run. Right. So, so as a CPA, I guess you, you, you have always been interested in money. Um, well, I haven't always been a CPA. Um, oh, true. Okay. Uh, but, but I'm born a CPA. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I had a whole career actually as an actor before I became a CPA. Wow, cool. Yeah. So I come from a cre- more of a creative background. Uh, my father was a CPA, though. So I think that I obviously had the, the, the leanings somewhere in there. And then when I quit acting, that kind of came out and I went back to school and, and, you know, changed my career. But I will say that I've always had an interest in numbers and I've always been very numbers oriented. So that's certainly always been the case. So that was like a comfort thing for you. It it, it seems like uh, as, as an actor, I think you, it it does pay to have some business acumen or some kind of realistic touch um, uh, in touch thing with, with finances because uh, that's, I mean, you can, you can get a lot of money or get money slowly. So you'd have to have a, a, a particular, um, a particular relationship with money to be comfortable, I think, as opposed to somebody who gets a paycheck every two weeks. Type of thing. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that, but I will say that I was in debt and that's also when I was an actor. And I think that's what led me also in a way to want to really get my situation under control. And then that led me to once I became a CPA to wanting to move into coaching so that I could help other people like I was, which is, I really didn't know what to do back then. And I wanted to help myself and help other people. So it all ended up working out, I guess. That is really cool. So, so what was the hardest thing you think for you to learn in order to um, not be that paycheck to paycheck person? Um, I think the most important thing to learn was that living paycheck to paycheck is actually not the right way to do it. (laughs) Meaning, I think we all think we're just literally supposed to spend all the money that we make every (laughs) month. (laughs) It's not that it never even actually occurred to me not to spend all my money. And I was like, oh, wait. I, I actually can should have like a big buffer in my account. I should have a lot of extra cash. I didn't even know that really was a thing. So the first thing I would say is everybody who's living paycheck to paycheck should understand that isn't actually the way to be living. And the better way is to have, you know, I, I, I usually use a, a formula, if you will, of one month of expenses just in your checking account, that should be extra so that you don't have to worry about the timing of your paychecks. 
And that's how not to live paycheck to paycheck. So if you have $4,000 of expenses a month, um, well, actually, if you have half that amount, 2000 extra, 2000 extra, that means that you'll be able to pay for the second half of your expenses, no matter when you get a paycheck. So always have at least half of your uh, expenses in there. Okay. And, and then some rule that I, I think I remember too about like an emergency fund should be like six months of expenses that you have tucked away. Should you um, run into an emergency or lose your job or uh, be displaced or something like that? Yeah, that would be ideal. Um, I think Susie Orman, who, you know, is oh, the, I would say the leading voice other than Dave Ramsey in the field of let's call it financial wellness recommends three to six months. And I think that's a good, that's a good amount. Um, but I think saying that sometimes creates for people a feeling of overwhelm because they can't even get one month, you know? And so thinking of three to six makes it feel like not possible. So I think the first step I would say is just learn how to budget, just learn how to not spend more than you earn and how to get that cushion in the checking account, and then you can move on to saving. But first things first. Learn how to budget. Yeah. Okay. And and when I think of budget, I think about, so this is what I'm going to spend on food. This is what I'm going to spend on gas. This is what I'm going to spend on entertainment, right? So you have that. And this is what I'm going to save. And actually, probably that's, that's the last thing I said, but that's probably the first thing I should have said, right? So that you do have something. Do that first. Well, so um, I'm glad you brought up that that's how you budget. So the way that I recommend budgeting, and I'm happy to share this with your listeners, is I budget where I choose a lump sum amount to use for all of your discretionary expenses. So you don't you don't pick an amount for entertainment or amount for 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 even food. Basically, everything that's not a bill. you, you assign a lump sum amount to cover all of that stuff. So let's say it's $1,000. So you have $1,000 a month to spend on everything that's not a bill. That's groceries, toiletries, uh, gas, uh, travel, whatever it is. And then that allows you to plan your spending for the month because you only have a set amount of money and you put it in a second checking account. So that's how you do it. You take your money, your $1,000, you open up a second checking, you put it in there. And then the only thing that goes out of that first checking is to pay the bills. So you always know you'll have enough money for your bills. Oh, and then the other one is you live, so you don't feel as confined, you know? Well, you don't feel as lost. As lost? Yeah, as lost and where your money you know, where you are with your money because you're paying bills and discretionary out of one account normally. And right. it's hard to know, well, wait, do I have enough money for bills left? Because if I use this much money for, for my other things, this way, you never wonder where your money is in relation to whether you can afford to pay your bills or whether you have enough for the other things because they're in separate accounts. So what came to mind when you said that now, it's like, don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. So with the right hand, you're paying your bills and with the left hand, you're having your life. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, but they know, kind of... they know what they're doing, but, but yeah. they're just, 
They're just separate, separate yeah. activities. They're not necessarily communicating with each other and, and, and switching, you know, because when you, you, so they're like having a separate, yeah, they're having a separate existence. So it, you, you, in your brain, it helps you to, to um, behave differently when you're looking yeah. at each account. Yeah. Oh, that is a really good tip. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good way of looking at it too, Carolyn. You're, I think you're a hundred percent right. You know, because they're really doing different things, you don't really have to think the same way about each account. And so it keeps it clearer in your head. Yeah. Uh, and that, that is like you said, you said in the beginning here, mindset. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes you have to trick yourself <laughs> to help yourself. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. So would you have any advice as to um, people who feel like they can get ahead by taking out a loan and paying back the loan? I've seen people even take out a four, take money out of 401k and then. Um, um, I think I understand what, what you're asking. For, well, first of all, um, if you haven't solved the budgeting issue or the living paycheck to paycheck issue, I don't recommend borrowing money or taking a distribution from any retirement account because you won't put it back and you won't uh, really get out of your situation if you haven't figured the other things out. Right. So oftentimes people will borrow and pay off debt, but then they haven't figured out how to budget. And so they get right back into debt. So um, honestly, I think the best thing is to get help. And I mean that, um, if you find yourself after years and years struggling to change those, those patterns, then I think you need help. You know, it's not, it's hard to just like learn from tips and I, and I'm being yeah. totally sincere right now. Um, that I think that's what people do try and do. It's like, they listen here, they listen there. Now that, that will help somebody who is mostly on the right path, mostly on the right track. But if you're really off the track, I think you might need some professional help in order to really change, change that situation. And don't be afraid of that because any help should save you and earn you money. It shouldn't cost you a cent at the end of the day because of all the money that you didn't save because you didn't know how to do it, that won't be happening anymore. You have to first come to terms that you, that you need help. And yeah. Uh, and, and get it. Uh, exactly. like, like you said, a, a, a system, but a complete system, not just a little piece here and there to try to mend things, but actually to fix the entire, your, your way of thinking. That or, is correct. The piecemeal system does not work. I've, I, I've seen enough people trying to do it that way to know that it really doesn't work. I, I identify four systems. One is expense tracking, one is budgeting, one is a get out of debt plan, and the other is how to save and invest. If all of those four systems aren't working, none of them works. Like they all fall apart somewhere along the way because they're all interdependent. So that's why I'm saying like getting a little bit of thing, oh, okay, now I'm, now I'm kind of budgeting, but I'm really not saving, or now I'm throwing all my money at getting out of debt, but I'm still not saving that still doesn't work as a cohesive plan. So really all those things need to be functioning in order for the whole thing to work. Okay. That is, uh, that really does make a lot of sense to me. 
And, and I yeah. think uh, it should make a lot of sense to the rest of our listeners. So I, <laughs> I, I really do appreciate this time that, that we spoke. And I know that the listeners themselves have gotten some value out of this too. So thank you very much, Shay. It's, uh, it's really been an eye-opener talking to you. Thank you so much, Carolyn. Thanks for having me on and, and trying to help people get into a better place for retirement. It's so important and something that really... I know it's on everybody's mind at this point. So don't forget, you can reach Shay at shayportfinancialwellness.com or by just send her an email at shayport at gmail.com. And Shay is spelled S-H-A-Y, port, P-O-R-T. So that's shayportfinancialwellness.com and shayport at gmail.com. Or simply call 412-407-5311. This concludes our podcast. This is Dr. Carolyn Harmon of Stratty Life Coaching saying thank you for listening. And you can find us on the web on Facebook at moveforwardboldly.com or you can also find our podcast at Spotify and also on our website at moveforwardboldly.com. Thanks for listening.